You're listening to the PFG Vibecast. And now your host, Julie Voigt and Russell Baxter. Everybody, it's another great episode of the PFG Vibecast. I am yours, Julie, Julie Voigt, along with the football guru himself, Mr. Russell Baxter. And I am very pleased to announce another milestone for the PFG Vibecast. We have our very first guest for our show, and I truly hope that you will enjoy this episode as much as both um, Russell and myself enjoyed recording this. It was an honor to do this interview and I hope you all enjoy it. And just a quick reminder that you can find this podcast on Spotify. You can also find us on Google Podcast. You can also find us on Apple Podcast on Pocket Cast, and of course, on Anchor. So go ahead, give us a follow. If you have the capability of rating us, leave us a comment. We would greatly appreciate it. So now, without further ado, Russell Baxter. Well, I'm Russell Baxter, um, joined by my uh, co-founder, Julie Voigt, on the PFG Vibecast, and we have an extremely special guest with us today. She is the former CEO of the Oakland Raiders. She is um, one of the more accomplished people uh, in our profession. She's an analyst for CBS Sports and CBS Sports Network. She's the author of You Negotiate Like a Girl, which one day we'll find out what that truly means. Both Julie and I want to say a very big hi to Miss Amy Tracks. Hello, Amy. Well, thank you very much, and hi to you both, and thanks for having me. It is absolutely a privilege and a pleasure to join you. Well, thank you, Amy. Well, thank you very much. Listen, we, we love to talk football. Julie and I have been doing this for about a month. You are our actual first guest, and uh, we couldn't be happier to have you on. So let's, let, let's cut to the chase. We are in the midst of um, the NFL combine. Free agency is right around the corner. Um, it's an exciting time of the year. Uh, Amy, what was the thing you looked forward to the most in preparation for a new season? Wow, I couldn't pick just one thing. Absolutely everything. It was always my view that the Super Bowl was the New Year's Eve for every one of the teams in the National Football League when I started my career. That wasn't 32 teams. By the time I ended my career, it was 32 teams. The Super Bowl was New Year's Eve, and every single team wakes up the morning after the Super Bowl, which I called New Year's Day, 0-0. Everybody's slate was wiped clean, and I gathered staff together the morning after the Super Bowl every year, and we had, as you can imagine, a lot of snacks, and um, sometimes I did it in the afternoon. We had ice cream. And I said, okay, it's New Year's Day. Let's get ready. We've got a new season before us. The next 
very, very, very exciting day that stood up and I stood out and I also gathered staff together. And there was also a big ice cream social associated with it was the day the schedule comes out because then things become very, very real. You know, not only who you're playing, but you know when you're playing and some serious preparations begin for the travel. I loved everything about the off season because you were slates clean. Everybody goes into the next season with an opportunity to win. And I loved every moment of the off season. That's, that's, you know what? I'm going to think of the football season in a whole different way now that you bring it like that. It is New Year's Day, but you know what? That ice cream sounds so good. <laughs> well, I think oh, ice cream always sounds good. Yeah, I was just going to say, I think <laughs> the thing that stands out the most is, is the ice cream. I mean, ice cream does too. Right. Oh. Right. So, yeah, Amy, with the combine and the free agency and draft coming up, once the player joins the team, what is the most important thing you look for in free agency or in a rookie um, that is new to the organization. What's something that, you know, you enjoy? Well, there's obviously the football issues, which is, is this the right player for the organization? Uh, but beyond that, learning to know, um, the, getting to know the player. And I'll focus for a minute on rookies just because we're in the middle of the combine right now. One mm -hmm. thing that it's important to remember, and I always encourage people to keep this in mind, when you draft someone, that is a very, very young man. There were times right. we drafted men that weren't even 21 yet. There were a couple instances over my career where we drafted 20-year-olds. And so, you know, a lot of times these young men, it's their first time 3,000 miles away from home. They may have grown up far away, stayed close to home for college. Now they may find themselves across the country uh, as I said, 3,000 miles from home. They may have grown up in a small town, gone to college in a smaller town, and now find themselves in a big city. So there were all these adjustments for players to make. And one of the things that I encourage players to do, not just draft picks, not just free agent rookies, but all players is, let us help you. You know, we have all these resources that we can bring to bear to help you with what could be some really tough adjustments. And one of those adjustments, especially for the rookies, is relatives and friends coming out of the woodwork with their hands out, looking for things. And, and we just always encourage the players, let us help you. You may be far from home. You may be living somewhere you're ill at ease. Relatives may be tugging on you. Let us help you. And so I was always encouraging players to allow us to do so and looking for signs that they needed mm -hmm. that help. Mm -hmm. That's really I good. Love, I love the personalization that you bring there, Amy. Um, it, mm -hmm. Things, you know, I hear a lot of people complain about, for instance, the London games. And, and, and bear with me for a second. I always look at the London games as an opportunity for a lot of young men and people in the organization to go someplace they may have never gone before. And that's to London, England, or any of these uh, out of, out of, you know, off the mainland United States, the travel that's involved. That, to me, that's very, very exciting to spend a weekend of, you know, listen, there's preparation for a game and so on. I think we forget, like you very keenly pointed out, these are young men who you know, just don't have the life experiences that many people don't. And, and here's an opportunity to grow as people. 
Well, and mm-hmm. I, you know, you, you raised some great points. And I think that, you know, football is the, the sport where um, other than when players are on the sideline and, and even then at times, they are fully covered by a helmet and a face mask. Mm-hmm. And fans often look down at the field and understandably see large, strong, powerful, fast men and don't realize some of these guys are 20, 21, 22 years old. And, you know, when one of them stumbles, and I don't mean in the literal sense of stumbling on the field, but when one of them has a life stumble and people are quick to jump on them, and I'm not talking about a major, major issue right now, but the sort of life stumbles many people have, many of us had when we were 20 or 21 or 22, it, you, you have to sometimes encourage people to take a breath and say, really? Did you never err when you were 21? Mm-hmm. Or 20 or 30 right. or 40? Right. <laughs> well, last question I, I want to ask you about is obviously it is about the draft and it's two months away and so on. But, um, you know, I'm not going to ask you for any picks. But is there a particular player in this year's class that you happen to find the most intriguing, Amy? Well, I'm intrigued with a situation involving a player. So, yes, I find the player intriguing, but I also find the entire situation intriguing, as do many people, and that is Kyler Murray. Uh, Where will he be drafted? Who will draft him? How football and baseball will ultimately unfold? He has made a loud statement that football is his choice. And what I hope for him is that he does what he wants. There are so many people telling this young man, either directly or indirectly through social media and otherwise, you should do this, you should do that, you should maximize your earnings, you should watch for career longevity. No, what he should do is follow his heart, follow his instinct, and do what he believes best for him. Now, he may prioritize playing the game he wants at the top of the list, He may prioritize financial security at the top of the list. He may prioritize career longevity at the top of the list. But guess what? It's his list, and he Mm -hmm. gets to make those priorities. So I'm really excited to watch that unfold, and um, I hope that he does pick what he wants. Well, I I love, again, once again, the personalization that you bring here and so on. It kind Mm -hmm. of, third way, is reminding me of kind of what's going on with Zion Williamson right now, the, the young basketball player. Right. People, social media, people within our profession, people who coming out of the woodwork, let's say, trying to tell him whether he should play the rest of the year, not play the rest of the year, et cetera, et cetera. Um, going back to your original point about these young men, um, you know, they have, they, they need to live their lives. They need to make these big decisions and so on. And I think we do forget not only how young they are, but that that they are people in general. Well said. Beautifully said. Well, I can't thank you enough for coming on and spending a little time with us today, Amy. Um, Your accomplishments are awesome. uh, Well, thank you. And I meant quite sincerely what I said at the outset. It is my privilege and pleasure to join you. And I'm going to be a big fan of listening to your podcast. Well, thank you, Amy. Oh, I'm sorry, Julie. Go ahead. No, I just wanted to let Amy know, you know, thank you for, as you know, as being a woman, thank you for being such an inspiration to us, especially someone like me. I kind of started a little bit late, but, you know, I'm just getting into it. But I just know, you know, all your positivity, you really, you know, show that 
we can pretty much conquer anything. So, you know, personally, from me to you, thank you for just conquering it all. Well, thank you. And I'm glad we're reaching the end of our time because I now have a big lump in my throat and it's a little difficult to speak. So thank you very no. much. <laughs> well, thank you. All I'll say is this. Follow Amy Trask at Amy Trask and always say hi. Thanks you again, Amy. Yes, thank you, Russell. Thank you, Julie. <laughs> Thanks. Well, Julie, I will say this. Um, Amy Trask is our first ever guest on the PFG Vibecast. And it's safe to say, at least for me, that she made quite the impression. What about you? You know, as me being, again, like how I told Amy, as coming into this industry, she has inspired me a lot. And I know between me and you, I've, I've had my battles. I've had my, you know, is, is writing this going to be okay? Is this, you know, especially coming from, of course, I'll say it, being a woman, Amy, with that conversation that we just had with her really inspired me. And I think if Amy can do it, I think I can definitely, you know, just be as powerful as, as anyone else and have that confidence that, you know what, I'm doing the right thing. People like what I'm putting out there. People are liking podcasts that we both do. People like our writings, you know what? And I think that really, really gave me a boost of confidence. So Amy, just a wonderful, wonderful individual. Well, yeah. And, um, you know, I couldn't have said it any better. Uh, you know, her work is inspirational. Her work um, and what she's done, even post, uh, post Raiders, um, you know, what she's done on television and so on. I mean, I think she's very much a voice of reason. Um, mm -hmm. And speaking of what you're getting ready to do, uh, you and uh, one of my um, writers for Pro Football Guru, who happens to have the same last name as you do. Oh, um, no. Will be attending the <laughs> NFL Scouting Combine on Saturday, uh, courtesy of the Indianapolis Colts. Yes, I can't thank the Colts organization enough for working with us and getting us into the combine. You know, they they were nice enough to hook us up with parking. And it's just one of those perks, you know, that you're thankful that you get to experience. And I will try my best to do as much as research as I can do. And we can bring it back to the PFG Vibe podcast the next time we come out, you know, and talk. And it's going to be a great, great experience. We are very much in off-season mode right now, um, to say the least. Um, you know, the, the combine is ongoing as we record this. Uh, still has a couple of days to go. Yes, it should be a lot of fun attending uh, the combine. Um, you know, we are really in off-season mode, to say the least. Um, the combine still has a couple of days to go, as, as we've already alluded to. Uh, we'll be nearing the headline for franchise and transition tags to be administered to players. We've already seen the Niners assign one to Robbie Gould, their kicker. Um, it'll be interesting to see down the road who else gets the tag. 4 p.m. Eastern time on March 13th starts the unrestricted free agent. Um, start of unrestricted free agency, start of the new fiscal year, which means 
the trade that we saw Denver obtaining Joe Flacco from the Baltimore Ravens becomes official. And, you know, March 11th, two days before that is the, what people like to refer to as the legal tampering um, (laughs) where teams can start negotiating with free agents and so on. So a lot of that, a lot of those uh, deals that become official on the 13th, you know, have a tendency to leak out a couple of days early. So there's a lot of fun ahead. Obviously the draft is, uh, you know, now less than two months away. So um, the teams are getting ready to get reshaped here. We've already seen some teams like the Carolina Panthers make their share of moves where they've uh, either decide not to bring back players or cut players and so on the retirements with that team. Um, So it's an exciting time. And, uh, this was an exciting show for us to do, and I can't thank and we can't thank Amy Trask enough uh, for coming on. Um, if you want to follow Amy on Twitter, it's Amy Trask, all one word, on Twitter. If you want to follow Julie, it's Julie Noted underscore PFG. I'm Bax Football Guru on Twitter. PFG Vibe is on Twitter. And thank you again for listening to the latest edition of the PFG Vibecast. Thanks again, Amy. You're an inspiration to me, and I'm sure you're an inspiration to all of us. And we'll talk to all of you next time. Take care.